You're listening to the Digital Insurance Agent Podcast. In each episode, we explore the latest trends, tools, and strategies for growing your insurance agency in the digital age. Join host Carl Willis, a seasoned financial services digital marketing consultant, as he interviews industry experts, shares success stories, and provides actionable tips to help you stay ahead of the curve and build a successful and sustainable insurance agency in today's ever-evolving market. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, this show is the ultimate guide to help you modernize your business and thrive in the digital world. It's Carl with Agent Branding and Marketing, and I am here with Mike Hansen, State Farm Agent from Caldwell, Idaho, and I've asked him to just do a case study with me here and talk a little bit about his business and just some of the changes he's seen throughout uh, his tenure of business. And one of the great things about Mike, and he's going to focus on this a little bit more, is how inbound marketing has really been a game changer for him. So, Mike, thanks for joining me today. Well, thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. And if you would, just kind of start us off a little history about your agency, how long you've been in business, what what brought you to the industry, and we'll go from there. Okay. Well, you know, we we uh, we have appointed or started back in uh, June first of two thousand eighteen. Um, really, the what what prompted the the entrance into this agency? I mean, I started when I was fifty five years old, so a little older on the starting on this, but. The reason why is because I knew I wanted to uh, develop a residual income that would last a lifetime, and this seemed like a great a great option for that, a great way to go. And uh, so what I did was, uh, you know, I, I I interviewed with several different companies, and at the end of the day, decided State Farm was what was a good fit for me. Um, and of course, started out with uh, you know with team members and being an external candidate. That was it was a lot to learn. I I had been in the insurance industry for life and health about 30 years ago, um, but the whole P and C side of things was was new to me. Um, <clears throat> so you know naturally you've got a lot of what you're coached to do is to take action and call internet leads and all of your, all of your marketing is, is outbound. Um, Caldwell to give a little back, background on Caldwell. Caldwell is about 30 miles outside of Boise in the uh, Western side of Idaho, a town of about 65,000 people. So not a huge, not a huge uh, town. I mean, we're able to draw from a lot of, from, from areas around in, in the County we're in probably, I don't know, probably a couple hundred thousand people in the County we're in. But again, not not huge. But uh, you know, you spend a lot of money on marketing. You spend you can spend thousands and thousands of dollars on internet leads, and you know, we we actually had a pretty good conversion ratio, um, better than most, I think, probably around. Uh, we, uh, we kind of developed our process, but initially didn't have the process in place. But probably about a I don't know, probably a, a nine or ten percent conversion ratio. Um, on those, on on those internet leads, and I think that that's uh, the average. I think is around three point seven, so not bad. And there was an ROI, but it's hard to factor in all of the other things that you're doing, calling customers that are upset, be, or people that are upset because they 
they uh, went out online and they filled out a form and now they've got, you know, 10 or 20 different agents calling them. And they say you're, they're only going to sell that lead to three, to three, three agents. Uh, we all know that's a lie. Um, they sell it to a lot more than that. And so by the time, even if you get on it right as soon as that lead hits you, um, the people are, they're just mad. And um, they're upset because they're getting so many phone calls. And they're just getting a barrage from several different people. Um, so uh, you still are able to close some of those people, but it's not a great experience for the, the, for the team members that are making those phone calls because, yeah, nobody likes to have people get mad at them. Um, but you know, we had a process and it was working and there was, there was a positive ROI and it was, it was helping build our book of business, but I always felt like there was a, that there had to be a better way out there. Um, so we used, you know, the standard, the standard subsidized company for our, for our SEM. I wasn't doing SEO at the time, but the pay-per-click and that, that winds up helping you look just like everybody else. Um, but there were also a lot of things that I knew that they, from past experience in marketing and advertising industry, that there were things that they weren't doing, but uh, at the time had too many irons in the fire to figure that out. Um, so now we're, you know, we're in our fifth year and, uh, and, you know, what prompted me to make that switch over to ABM is I actually was just looking for somebody that would, that would help us look different knowing that the that the company that State Farm subsidizes will also only serve up one State Farm agent at a time and and also recognizing the fact that I that I compete with those guys we're all part of State Farm but I compete with other State Farm agents the same way that I compete with uh any any other any other competitor from any other company so then then the question is so how do I how do I set myself apart how do I how do I also? How also do I go about um, looking for other search terms besides State Farm? Uh, State Farm spends a lot of money advertising nationally, and that's great. But that doesn't necessarily mean that um, that that's helping me out. And so I happened to get on a uh, uh, Facebook group of State Farm agents and just asked the question, "Hey, who does everybody use?" And I got you know the, the other standard options of other companies that I knew a lot of state farm agents used, but that just seemed like it was, it was going from one problem to the same problem. But I had one agent reach out and say, here's my alias. Um, give me a call. I've, I've got somebody for you. And, you know, lo and behold, that's how I ended up with, with you guys. And um, boy, I'll tell you what, it's, it has been an absolute game changer. When I say that, uh, please understand, this is not a paid advertisement. This this is reality, and it was a total game changer for our agency. And it's just gotten better and better as we've moved along. Excellent. Yeah. So let's let's dive into that for just a minute. You know, you you brought out the thing of uh, really needing to create a, a, a unique looking brand. Uh, you know, when you're a captive agent, um, everybody's using plug and play systems, uh, and all mm -hmm. they do is change out the headshot and the name. And, uh, and so there's, there's nothing that sets you apart. Uh, so, so, you know, as you've been through this journey, obviously you've, you've seen the importance of that. You've got a zig when everybody else's zags. And uh, mm -hmm. I've certainly seen that watching you, uh, in particular. So, so let's talk about, you know, you, you, uh, partnered with us 
And and what have been some of the changes that you've really seen happen? What's taken, you know, you said it's been a game changer for your agency. So so kind of give us the, you know, where you were at halftime. And uh, when you came back out of the locker room with a new strategy, um, you know, what what's really taken place for you? Well, there, I mean, there was a couple of things. So we started out with a pretty modest, with a pretty modest budget, basically spending what I had been spending with the other folks just to see how things went. And, uh, we, you know, we started seeing some traction. We, we started with doing that. We start, actually started with SEO cause you, with you guys, because my contract wasn't finished with the other folks yet. So we started with SEO and then we transitioned a few months later to SEM and, and then, you know, the, all the questions I had was, okay, well, you know, how do I, how do I maximize Yelp? How do I look at everything that I'm doing and how am I being perceived out there in the marketplace? And is it consistent? And am I, you know, am I showing up on, on Apple maps when somebody looks, does it, does it, do I show up there? Um, you know, the business listings out there, all of these things work with the previous folks that kind of started one place and they, they kind of did one thing. It was a one trick pony thing. And then they never looked at it again. And I knew that there were still gaps in what we were doing. So you guys did a great job of looking at everywhere that I was online, whether it was LinkedIn, um, but doesn't, doesn't matter what social media, it doesn't matter where I was at. You guys were able to go through and make sure that I was, that my listings were the same everywhere. Uh, and I never realized how important that was and how diversified that was prior to coming to you to have you guys actually put that together. So uh, the name of the agency, everything was out there consistently which I understand now is is extremely important for Google because that that's how you tie everything back to you. So then we looked at then we jumped into the pay per click space, and we had like I said we started out with a budget, um, and I was able to increase that budget every month. So what started happening was what I, well let me back up. So what I my goal in doing this was I knew that I wanted to get more, drive more traffic inbound. And if that, if I did that, then the, my team would be happier to take those leads and, and do what they do best, which is pivot and, um, and, and bundle and do all the things that they know how to do, but they would do it with people that had come to us and were genuinely looking for another option. And in our market, State Farm's extremely competitive, and I think they are in a lot of markets throughout the throughout the country. But I but I just knew I just had to find a better way to get the message out there. And by having us, so the first thing I looked at is I as I when when we when you and I first spoke, as I said, well, what I want to do is I want every time an ad pops up for anybody, doesn't matter whether it's the State Farm agent down the street or the Allstate agent, it didn't matter what the, who I was, what my competitors were, I wanted to make sure that, I, that my ad was coming up. And so that I knew that they were seeing, seeing that. So we, it, that actually kind of created a problem, well, a good kind of problem, but a, a problem nonetheless. And that was that we started getting phone calls for other, other state farm agents or, hey, are you guys, you know, do you know that your number's listed for so-and-so's office? And I took one of those calls personally and said, are you sure? Look at your computer again. Oh, 
oh no, you're, I'm sorry, you're wrong. You're right. I, I called you because your, your ad was the first one to pull up, but I was trying to get a hold of so-and-so. And so we would just kindly transfer them over. We even had a, had a, a guy call in, got through the entire process of onboarding him. And, and then he suddenly realized, oh, I'm not talking to Geico. Oh, oh, I, I owed them money. Oh, you mean I don't have to pay that? And so we, we converted him from being a Geico customer to a State Farm customer. Not only did we save him money, but we got the phone call because he thought he was calling Geico, but he was actually calling a state far, our State Farm office. And that was not an isolated incident. That happened more times than I can count. And all of these people driving that, driving, driving those phone calls into our office. And now we're at a point where we are a hundred percent inbound, hundred percent. Um, and I mean, we have to follow up on a lot of the leads that come in, but that's a lot better because they actually requested a quote from, from us, not from xyzcheapinsurance.com they so they so they don't get called by everybody they got a hold of us as a matter of fact this morning i was just talking to one of my team members and he'd closed somebody this morning and he'd just followed up after the long weekend and they said oh man i forgot i i'm so glad you called i'd forgotten that i'd asked you guys for a quote and we were able to bundle them together two cars and a home average customer boom done they're they're squared away they were so happy to hear from us because they, they had requested the quote. It wasn't, I don't remember ever filling that out. I mean, how many times does that happen on, on an internet lead where they're like, I, I, well, I, I didn't fill that out. I don't remember ever filling anything out because they don't want, don't, don't want to admit that they stupidly filled out a form that caused a, a, a entire three or four or five day period of nothing but harassing phone calls and the chaos. They've just unleashed that on themselves, or they didn't remember filling it out, or whatever the case was. I'm convinced those folks also recycle leads like there's no tomorrow. I don't know that they that the, that you're getting fresh leads when you do that. But here, these people are are calling into us, so our conversion ratio has gone from nine percent is probably pretty generous with the internet leads, but it was somewhere around nine percent. Our our conversion ratio now is over thirty percent. Good. That is a significant increase. And when you start putting our attaching ROI to what you're doing, which I did after our conversation the other day and figuring out that we're paying about $10 a lead, um, which if it's unsubsidized, that's about what you would pay through an internet lead company only to be caught in that trap. Where here, these folks are looking for that. So we're not sending out quotes generating quotes and mailing quotes. And so our process was to make a phone call, um, email the quote, text the quote, snail mail the quote. So I've got several different people in the office. I've got, I've got several different people involved in that process on an iLead. Excuse me, not to mention the cost of postage, the cost to actually write a handwritten note on the front of that quote to send it out and hope for the best. Um, and that process worked, but I didn't take into account all of the expenses on that and the, and the, and the time it takes to do that. Where with this, we, we follow that same process, but the conversion ratio is so much higher. When I looked at the ROI and I started looking at ROI over a two-year period of time, because that's how long, because the majority of the customers we're getting in are mutual customers, not standard customers, which is another huge Huge benefit to us because those customers are pretty sticky. They stay with State Farm for a long time. We're tough to beat if you're a mutual customer because there's so many different discounts. 
But when you look at the ROI over a two-year period of time, it's ridiculous. When you're talking about the conversion ratio, $10 per lead, what that, how much money that means to the agency over the period of time, it's, it's, it is fantastic. So now we've gone from hoping to write 30 or 40 apps a month as an op- office to consistently writing 130 to 150 apps a month. And now this, this year, my goal, or next year in 2023, my goal is to get to that 200 app a month point. That's the next, the next step for us. Our high month was about 180, um, but on average, we're between 130 to 150 a month. And, and a lot of the changes we made at the beginning of this year took some time for us to get to that point where we, where we, where this, we got to the, it took, that probably took six months for us to get traction on this, wouldn't you say? I'd say so. Yeah. Um, on 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 the but you but you you told me that you said hey it's you know it's going to take a while if you want to continue to continue on and continue on I'm like yeah I mean it's it's costing me very little for us to because you weren't I didn't I didn't have to pay for all the all of the the leads that were coming in that I mean I'm sorry we weren't getting that many leads so it wasn't costing me anything let's just go ahead and let this thing run you guys were great to work with me on that and so finally when it starts to run holy cow, just, just shut up and get out of the way and write the business because that's exactly what happens. I had a, had a fellow agent that I've known long before we both became state farm agents. Um, he consistently asked me every month, well, how are you? Because a report comes out where they show how many leads, statefarm.com leads we got. So, well, how are you guys, how are you doing that every month? And I said, well, I mean, let's, let's back up just a little bit. First of all, I have no idea what the, what the criteria is that they're using my, but I, I can tell you what I know, and what I know is the majority of those leads are not coming from something State Farm generated. They're coming from things that I generated through my pay-per-click campaign, not that, not that they did. And that's fine, but I, I spend quite a bit of money. Uh, my, my budget's probably four times what most agents spend, and in the pay-per-click space, it's still not that much because I sold pay-per-click years ago. So I know what the, what the what the average spend was, you know, going into 2023, my goal is to double that because I want to get I want to get more. I want to I want to capture more of that business and we've got a we've got a it's, what you're doing is absolutely no doubt it works. And if you, if you're another agent and you're looking at doing this, I'm telling you it is it is phenomenal. Carl and the team are great about finding what works and keep on, keep on tweaking the system until it does what you want it to do. And it's worth every penny. Fantastic. Well, a couple of things that uh, we'll, we'll talk through and just uh, wrap up here. You, you said a couple of things that I think are critical for any agent watching this. Uh, pay-per-click's only magic if your follow-up works. And, uh, yes. you know, one of the things that, that I certainly appreciate about your office, you guys understand the follow-up. Uh, just what you said about the, the Geico lead, you and I had this conversation before that I had listened uh, uh, to calls before where, you know, somebody would call into an agent's office and, oh, this isn't Geico. And they said, nope, not Geico, bye, you know, and not even take the time to ask. <laughs> um, looking for an auto quote, <laughs> you know, why, why are you even calling? Uh, you know, and, and so I think that's one of the things that, that, uh, I know you do extremely well, but you also brought up the other piece, and that is uh, when it comes to to inbound marketing, you can't just dip your toe in the water. Um, You really do have to make a commitment to it. 
Now, that's something you've done in your office and you're, you're seeing the, uh, the rewards for that. And, and so, you know, those golden nuggets, I think any agent can pull out of this conversation. Now, the other question I want to end with is just this, Mike. You know, if, if there was an agent out there picking your brain saying, you know, Mike, I, I want to I knock it out of the park. Uh, what would be maybe your top two or three things that you would say, this is this is things you've really got to put in place to make that happen? Well, I think you brought it up. I mean, we've got a we've got a 12 contact process that we have to, that, that I that I that I personally jumped in and figured out the team didn't figure that out. I realized that I was the one that had to lead the way and I had to figure out how we were going to do this, what worked, what didn't work, tweak it. I spent probably six months making outbound calls myself on iLeads so I could figure out what the, what our process was going to be. And then I established what that process was. And, you know, if you look at there's, I think, a Harvard Business School study that talked about the number of the number of contacts it takes to actually close somebody. And the number is around seven or eight. And if you and I've got a copy of that, I'd be happy to share. But it's around seven or eight contacts. But the average salesperson actually only reaches out two times. So you so you've not followed up so your point's great. So we have a 12 contact process. Like I said, we make a phone call, we email, we text. We even I mean with these leads we still do that and then we hard copy mail out a a uh, a quote. And so they're so they're getting this three different ways. The text thing now that we can now that we're able to attach quotes on text, which wasn't previously the case up until oh I don't know about a year or so ago, has made a huge difference. So I would say make sure that you've got your follow up process in place. Make sure your team knows how to how to pivot to that. Well, so so what had you shopping for insurance today? I mean, all the things that 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 every sales leader across the, or every, every salesperson knows that you need to do, you need to make sure your team's doing that because had they not, you're right. If they, had they not been shifting that to, well, let me, you know, let's, let me get a little information from you. What do you, so what are you paying right now? And we've got a form that we have the folks that are answering the phone fill out and then they give it to a salesperson to follow up or they transfer the call over depending on the situation. And I think you just have to figure out that every that there's a process for everything you do, and then you have to follow that process religiously. And part of the reason why this worked was because one of the sales guys that had been with me from the very beginning, when I said, okay, here's what I need you to do. I need you to take care of service. I'm going to take care of sales. And it was just he and I, just the two of us. That's all that was that he was the last man standing from the original hiring crew. Um so it was just he and I, and I knew that we needed to do something different. So I figured out what our process was for this. Then he saw that working, and he had absolute buy-in and could not, was chomping at the bit to get back into sales. So as soon as we replaced him in service and put him back into sales, he had 100% buy-in. He knew this thing worked because he saw me writing business like there was no tomorrow. So he saw that, so he had the buy-in, so he knew the process worked. So now fast forward to now we have all the inbound all the inbound and now he's he he left for about a year and now he's back with me and he's following up on he's doing 100% follow up on the leads just the state just the just the inbound leads that we get from people requesting a quote or they started a quote on our landing page however they came to us he's doing all the follow up on those 
And so now he's doing that. And, you know, he, his first month back was September. And he wrote 57 apps in September. I think he was like probably 40 or 50 apps in October and he'll be 40 or 50 apps this month. And that's all business we weren't getting. Cause I didn't have time before he came back to follow up on those leads. I would do a little bit, but I wouldn't get to the 12th contact and he follows that process religiously. So that's what I would say. Those are the things I would say make all the difference in the world. And I'm happy to talk to anybody. Um, I, what works for me, what works for our office may not work for you as far as the process goes. That's why I say you have to find out what your process is because different markets are different. People are different. Every, but every, every agency is different, but you have to find out what works for you and then just beat that thing to death. Excellent. Well, Mike, I appreciate you doing this case study with us and uh, appreciate your time today. It's been great working with you. Uh, obviously, you've got some big goals for 2023 you and I have talked about. And uh, yep. uh, so that's our objective this year to knock it out of the park. Absolutely. And I have, I have every confidence that that's exactly what we're going to do to get to that 200 apps a month. And, to, and to add a, this year, we added a million dollars onto our book of business. Next year, I want to add the same thing. And I just want to add a million, a million on every year going forward. And I know that with, with our partnership, that's going to happen. Fantastic.